Jazz's backstage pass from the horn section. Let's do it. All right, and welcome to another episode of Jazz's Backstage Pass. I'm your host, Brian Zimmerman. My guest today is contemporary jazz saxophonist Dave Koz. Now, over the course of a nearly three-decade career, Dave has racked up an impressive array of honors and achievements, including nine Grammy nominations, 11 number one albums on Billboard's current contemporary jazz albums chart, numerous world tours, 13 sold-out Dave Koz and Friends at Sea cruises, performances for multiple U.S. presidents and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And while I don't have any of that stuff to my name, he and I actually have one big thing in common, a love for 1970s era rock and pop horn sections. You know the bands I'm talking about. Tower of Power, Earth, Wind & Fire, Chicago, Cool in the Gang, Sly and the Family Stone. Dave has been playing tribute to this music via his Summer Horns project, which in 2013 launched its debut album, and he has just released another installment of that project last June. It's called Summer Horns 2 from A to Z, and we're actually listening to that album's opening track right now, a mashup of Earth, Wind & Fire's Getaway and Casey and the Sunshine Band's That's the Way I Like It. In addition to Dave, you're also hearing Rick Braun on trumpet, Gerald Albright and Richard Elliott on saxophone, saxophones and Aubrey Logan on trombone. Dave was at the Concord Jazz Festival in Concord, California to perform cuts from the new album and it was there that we talked to him backstage before his set. He has such a warm personality and he's such a fantastic storyteller. It wasn't a minute into our conversation before we were finding even more common ground. Among our other big similarities, we're just a couple of Jewish guys who happen to love classic Christmas music. We talk about that and so much more in today's episode. We're going to get into that in a minute, but first I'd like to thank Cobuzz.com, a streaming service that offers the most comprehensive CD quality hi-fi catalog in the world, as well as the largest catalog of streaming music and studio quality high res. Enjoy unlimited streaming of all your music from just $9.99 per month with no strings attached. Just visit on.cobuzz.com slash jazzis to learn more. All right, let's take it backstage with Dave Cause. Dave, you and I have something huge in common. Which is a love. Yes, that's true. How'd you know? <laughs> How'd you know? It's the Schwitz. It's just the constant Schwitz I've got going. <laughs> Both members of the tribe and to boot. Okay, two things in common. A huge love for 70s era rock band horn sections. You Exactly. Your first Summer Horns album was like an homage to that sound. When were you first exposed to that? When did you start listening to it? And who were some of your favorite groups? Well, my first album, the first album I ever bought with my own money was Tower of Power Back to Oakland, 1974. I was 11 years old, and I put that thing on. I wore that sucker out, and it just, when I heard the horn section, that was like, I mean, in the tower horn section, not just any horn section, but the tower horn section. It kind of awoke something inside of me. I wasn't even playing saxophone then. But it awoke something inside of me, like on a very visceral level, and it just, the excitement of that horn section yeah. with a funky tight rhythm section, the combination of that. And so then I started to kind of look look for that elsewhere. 
And um, so Earth, Wind, and Fire, and Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and Chicago, and Cool and the Gang. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So it, the funny thing, when I first um, I had this idea to do a, a record like that, that was a tribute to that, that era, what yeah. I think is really the golden era of music. And uh, so I started putting feelers out to other horn players to okay. see if there was that kind of, uh, if it, I was the only one. And I found that everybody I talked to shared that like musical DNA with me, yeah. especially if you're a saxophone player, because we grew up playing in ensembles and mm -hmm. playing in sax sections and horn sections. And so I think once that's your musical blueprint, it really never goes away. And so this project, now we have two, two, uh, two albums, this project and getting a chance to play this music live feeds that, that thing, that, that musical uh, thirst that doesn't get quite fed elsewhere. Totally, and you're probably one of the best guys to explain this, but you know, you've played in a variety of contexts. What is the difference between playing in say like a three-piece front line, right, and being in the section, that section sound, you know, there's nothing like that energy. You have to put your, I mean, in the summer horns, first yeah. of all, you're, you're talking about the most expensive horn section of all time, maybe, because yeah. you got some serious stars yeah. that each could do two hour shows on their own. Right. So I think the first thing that you have to do is approach the project like um, with your ego in check. And so it's not like I'm going to be the sol soloist. It's I'm a member of this section. And it, it, it's kind of an interesting thing. After doing solo work for so many years, 25 years or whatever, uh, coming to this and really put, putting my own ego in, in check and putting it in the background and really serving what's, what's best for this unit and how can we best um, uh, design a show or an album that really uh, gives the audience what they truly deserve, something that's very, very special. And the fun thing about the Summer Horns shows, different from my own shows or uh, other packages that we've done, is that you, the audience knows pretty much every song. And so it's, right. and it's not a, I would say it's less of a cover, we're not really a cover band, because the arrangements are really imaginative. Right. They're, they're taking the original uh, originals and not just copying them. We're, we have some of the best horn arrangers on the planet that did these albums. If, if left to our own devices to come up with our own arrangements, we would be, <laughs> we'd still be recording. Right. But uh, Tom Scott, uh, yeah. Greg Adams, Gordon Goodwin, you know, Jerry Hay, just the, like the, 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 the best horn arrangers in, in the world. Totally, and that's a good segue to my next question because the new album, Summer Horns 2, from A to Z, comes from the title track, which is a mashup, if I remember correctly, of Take the A Train, and a Jay-Z song, Rock Nation. Gordon Goodwin arranged it, correct? He did. You have to tell me the backstory for this one. Well, uh, I heard on, I think, I can't remember where I was, in the East Coast somewhere, and I heard this, this uh, Jay-Z track yeah. on the radio somewhere. Um, and it, had, it, it, uh, it used the horn section. Now, I thought that it was actually an original piece of music that he wrote or mm -hmm. somebody wrote for him. Mm -hmm. But he sampled it. And it was uh, from this other band that nobody's ever heard of. So he found it, and it's this oh, wow. really cool horn section, two parts, cool. that made the basis of uh, this Rock Boys song. Right, that he right, did. right. So I heard that, and I was like, dang, that's really, really cool. We should do that. So when I brought that idea to our group, and the pre-production on the Summer Horns was every week we would have like a a 90-minute conference call with all the artists and John Burke, who's the label executive at Concord that um, put the, the whole album together. Right. 
And these were very spirited conversations because everybody would be jockeying for the yeah. songs that they want. So I said, I heard this Jay-Z song and it's just really, really cool. And everybody loved that idea. And then Rick Braun came up completely independently saying, what, what about doing like a really cool version, a new hip ver version of the A-Train, you know, bringing Ellington into the mix, yeah. kind of going way, way back. Yeah. And I said, great. And it was actually John Burke who said, what about putting these two things together? Is that even remotely possible? Is this dangerous? And yeah. then you could have like from A to Z. And, yeah. and we said, we got to do it now. Yeah. There's the album yeah. title. Yeah. So that's the genius of, of uh, Gordon, because I don't think anybody else could, could right. see it. And we, we went to him for the first album with um, the idea of doing a, a sax-only version of Take Five. And, and he came up with one of the most brilliant arrange, arrangements I've ever heard of any song, let alone Take Five. Yeah. So he just thinks differently. Yeah. He's got a different set of genes in his brain or something like that. He just is able to see things that other humans can't see. And thank God for that because, uh, yeah, he's, he's making some amazing music. All right, and as the From A to Z medley plays in the background, I just want to chime in again with a few more words on Kobuz. You might already know that Kobuz offers the biggest catalog of hi-fi and high-res albums in the world, both for new releases and specialized genres. But for hundreds of thousands of albums, Kobuz also includes all the information you need to recreate the appeal of a real CD. We're talking the names of musicians, the producers, the lyrics. There's everything you need to know to appreciate your favorite albums. Kobuz is compatible with all types of audio equipment and also provides advice on your hi-fi equipment purchases. Not only that, but every week, Kobuz publishes interactive articles that widen your musical knowledge. And you can even download these high-res files to listen to in offline mode, so you can enjoy your music when you don't have access to internet. Subscriptions to Kobuz start at just $9.99 per month. Again, visit on.kobuz.com slash jazzes to learn more. All right, let's get back to the interview. That album is out right now. Lost Cause is out right now, correct? Lost Cause is a series right. of uh, releases that we did over the last year or so that are old songs in the vault that, this is going back to an era be before you, you're such a young man, uh, where uh, like for 20 years I recorded at Capitol and we would have these big, nice budgets and we would over record. We would. Right. Uh, maybe use 13, 12 or 13 songs, but we might record 15. And then the last three would just, we wouldn't use them because, and it wasn't that they were bad or that they weren't good enough. It's just that maybe they were too similar to something that was already on the album that we liked at the time more. So these things just sort of hung around and they never saw the light of day. And then one day I heard one of them and I was like, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It, off. it doesn't even sound that bad. I mean, it still sounds really good. So we decided to. And in the in the modern age of music, where you can at the flick of a button just put things out there, and yeah. and the world can like it or not. Right. Um, 
it seemed like a really good time to do something like this. So. Well, our readers certainly like it. And the newest, the new new, is the uh, live from the Dave Cos Cruise, correct? correct? Very nice, very nice. Um, I know the answer already is probably going to be everywhere. But you've taken so many of these cruises. What are some of your favorite destinations? Mm. If you had to pick some. Well, we just came off of our earlier this year uh, um, Australia, and we started okay. in Sydney. Have you been to Sydney? I have, yeah. So it's pretty yeah. special. Yeah. And we cruised to Melbourne and a couple of the smaller towns as well, uh, and Tasmania. It's just a, a special place. It's far. Yeah. And uh, we had, we've been doing these cruises for almost 15 years now. It has somewhat of a built-in audience because it's like a tra musical travel club more than anything else. People just enjoy the idea of whether they go every year or every other year or every third year, it's like being part of a, a, a group that's, that's slowly but surely seeing the world together through music. Cool. And um, it's so much fun. But I loved Australia. Uh, the next one we're doing is out of Amsterdam. We've been, we did one in Spain, Italy, France. We've done the Caribbean. We've done Mexico. We've done, um, uh, we've done Greece. Uh, Hopefully we'll get to, I know a lot of people would love to go to Africa. I know a lot of people would go, love to go to Asia. There's some parts of Spain and Portugal and Morocco. The world's a big place. Yeah, man. So we will see. A lot of exploring to do. What's next for you, Dave, uh, recording-wise? What can we look forward to? Just made a, a new Christmas album, and you as a, a Jewish person should appreciate the fact that me, as a Jewish person, just released, or is going to release my seventh Christmas album. All right. Hey, you know, it's something to eat Chinese food, too. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's great music, honestly, Dave. You know, I mean, we enjoy all your Christmas stuff. So uh, You're very sweet. I know you're lying, but thank you very much. But, um, no, I'm really excited about this. It's called Gifts of the Season, and I worked with a young saxophone player who's a great producer named Darren Ron. Okay. And um, it's uh, 11 songs, and it's really kind of, it's got a lot of depth to it, and, but it's also very fun, and we took a lot of chances, and I tried some new songs that, after so many Christmas records. And by the way, the reason I have so many Christmas records is because uh, this year will be our 22nd annual Christmas tour. So wow. somewhere along the way, many years ago, I got into making Christmas, uh, Christmas uh, uh, shows, and that sort of spawned the Christmas recording part of it. So, but I love the music. I mean, so I think that's I. that's the thing that's so important is to remember that why do we listen to the same songs over and over and yeah, we never yeah. get tired because they're amazing pieces of music and many of them were written in that um, like the the Great American Songbook era by the best songwriters of all time. So they really have a lot of meat on the bones, and you can twist and pull them and stretch them into areas and they still hold up. Yeah. You can imagine a song like Winter Wonderland and go down the list. You could have it in any style of music and would still hold up as a good song. Yeah. Those melodies, some just are enduring. Dave, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. Oh, and uh, Mazel Tov on all the, uh, <laughs> the new albums on everything you got going for you. We really appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Nice talking with you. do it.
for yet another episode of Jazz's Backstage Pass. I'd like to thank Dave Koz for setting aside the time to chat with me at the Concord Jazz Festival. I'd also like to take a minute to thank this episode's sponsors. They include Smoke Sessions Records. The label has a new album out right now called This I Dig of You from drum legend Jimmy Cobb. Check it out online at smokesessionsrecords.com. Thanks also to Blue Note Records. They're currently celebrating their 80th anniversary with a bunch of cool musical initiatives. To check out everything they've got going on, visit bluenote.com. And thank you to ECM Records, which this year celebrates its 50th anniversary. They've got a new concert recording of Keith Jarrett playing solo Bach from 1987. To learn more about that album and all the other great stuff coming out on ECM, visit ecmrecords.com. Another big thanks to the online streaming service Deezer. We regularly curate playlists on this platform. To check out our latest, visit Deezer.com and search for Jazz Is. Our playlists also appear on Cobuzz.com, another one of our sponsors. This is a high-res streaming service that is the premier destination for audiophiles looking to stream music online. Visit Cobuzz.com to learn more. Another thanks to jazzradio.com, featuring more than 35 channels of curated jazz music for free online. Visit jazzradio.com to check it out. Thanks also to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey, on the calendar for them in November, a performance by Chaka Khan. It's taking place November 14th. For tickets and more info, visit njpac.org. That's njpac.org. Another big thanks to the Angel City Jazz Fest, taking place October 2nd through the 13th in Los Angeles. Dwight Tribble, David Binney, Makaya McCraven, they're all on the program for this fest, so you know it's going to be a good one. Check them out at angelcityjazz.com. Big thanks also to Jazz at Lincoln Center, New York's leading jazz venue, coming up for them on September 12th, the South African Songbook, a musical celebration of South African democracy 25 years after apartheid's end. Top South African musicians will join the orchestra to perform essential South African music with each song chosen by a guest performer and newly arranged for the show by a member of the Jazz and Lincoln Center Orchestra. This event kicks off the opening weekend of the Rose Theater. For tickets and more info, visit jazz.org. Thanks also to Quest TV, the world's first subscription video on-demand platform dedicated to jazz. It's an online library of jazz concert videos and feature documentaries that has been called the Netflix of jazz. It was started in part by Quincy Jones and has both free and premium memberships. Visit quest.tv to learn more. That's Q-W-E-S-T.tv to learn more. Thanks also to Nouvelle Records, the world's premier jazz vinyl subscription service. On the calendar for them, the Nouvelle Live Festival, a week of music on stage and in the studio to celebrate five years of Nouvelle, featuring two New York premieres, four world premieres, and five live recording sessions. Alumni from each season of Nouvelle's subscription-based box sets will perform at the legendary Jazz Standard in New York City. It's taking place September 3rd through 8th. Check them out at nouvellerecords.com. That's N-E-W-V-E-L-L-E-Records.com. Lastly, we'd like to thank the U.S. Navy Band Commodore's Jazz Ensemble, currently celebrating their 50th anniversary. They've got concert dates around the country. If you want to catch them in action, visit our website and click the Navy Band Commodore's banner. The song you're listening to right now is also from Summer Horns 2 from A to Z. It's more today than yesterday. Hey, if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review too, because that really helps. All right, that'll do it for me, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.